Welcome to The Knobcast, a podcast giving City and United fans their weekly fix of football analysis and debate with a focus on banter rather than bias. And what a fantastic occasion this is because Man City fan Nobbins, that's me, can now just laugh at United fan. No, I won't do that. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have calm and reasoned discussion with United fan Gaskate, who... Um, Obviously, we've got a lot to talk about today. The Champions League final itself. The fact that Man City have won the treble and then we'll be doing a heated, passionate debate. Whose treble was better? United 99 or Man City 2023? Gasky, before we even begin, how are you doing? Yes, I am very good. I am very warm. Very warm in old, in old England for your international listeners. And uh, very sweaty, so... Yes, apart from that, yes, how are you? How are you? Uh, well, I, I'm, are I'm you? also sweating. I'll tell you when else I was sweaty, watching that match against Inter. Oh. It was one of the worst, let's, just get, let's get, just get stuck straight into it, one of the worst games I've ever experienced. Not even necessarily from an entertainment perspective, just in, from a, in what context? a feeling perspective. Like, I could oh. not enjoy that game oh, for one second. Yeah, that, yeah. I was just... I, that was like, uh, like me in 08 against Chelsea, Champions League final. Even I wasn't even there, and I was watching it behind a cushion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very and, difficult, and that went the distance as well. Obviously, so penalties. Oh, that's even exactly. worse. Imagine how you felt when John Terry was stepping up. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Oh, I know. Oh. And then he obviously did <laughs> the slip like a fool. Oh yes. Uh, oh, but yeah, yes. it was a, it was a, it was a. Obviously, it was a fantastic trip. In the end, it worked out to be a fantastic ge- game and result. But yeah, there was, I could not enjoy. A, a single really un, until the final whistle went obviously when the goal went in I popped off but apart from that it was mm-hmm. just because we could talk about the game right now Gasky. Um City won I disagree with me if you want to I personally think City just about edged it and deserved to win yeah. but this wasn't vintage yeah. City no no well I'll put it this way um, the first half you were like this isn't Inter Milan they're playing <laughs> they've 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 been they've trained hard Inter Milan for this game you, you must have thought at half-time, here we go again. De Bruyne's gone off injured. This oh, is gosh. just having deja vu. Just having deja vu again. You must have had that feeling yeah, at when, some point. When De Bruyne went off, it was yeah. literally... Because he 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 like he, he went down at one point with no one else around him. And I was like, no, this can't be happening. And then he went off. But then he came back on. I was like, okay, it's fine. It's just a bump. It's just a knock. He's just been winded. And then he did like this weird thing where he like ran forwards and then put in like a really odd cross and I, and then you could just tell he was done and then he fell yeah. over and then as you say I, I was thinking oh it's actually what well, I mean poor guy two su- yeah. successive Champions League finals for him and he's been injured in both of them it's just it's just it's some he's done something to someone in a past life and that doesn't allow him to finish the Champions League final <laughs> clearly clearly so yeah but it, it wasn't vintage city at all lots of players Gasky making Really weird, um, like like pass passing choices and just like making the incorrect yeah. pass. What do you put that down that to? Was, well, that was I would say that's mainly like it was a tale of two halves, really, wasn't it? Because second half they were much better, but the first half it was it was as if what's the saying? They were playing, they were playing instead of playing the game, they were playing the occasion. Yeah, and it just you could tell that like, it was just so no, just like used to it. All there's just pressure on them that. Don't you know? You've you've had all this time. You built this team up. The Champions League's the, the like that final piece of the puzzle. Don't you know? Don't bottle it. And it was just like as if that was in their head. Mm. You yeah. Know? But then the second half came around, and you could just tell they were just that extra game in City. They were pushing a bit harder and harder and harder. Into just going more counter, 
and you just you just saw it must I mean, it was coming at some point. It was going to come, but then it was just like into you know it was very similar to how, obviously how United should have played, but. I thought Inter would, would at least score a couple. But, you know, when you've got a donkey up front, you know, you're, you're fine. You know, you know like, uh, like with, with the Inter chances, you know, like the, the first one for me was that Martinez one, why is he shooting? Dink it over Edison to the back post and let someone tap it in. That was the first one. The second one where Lukaku stopped it, right, that's just Lukaku's bad luck. I was like, you know, yeah, that's just, it seems to just be him that happens to, but there's nothing he could have done there. But then the header... It was just like he should do better, shouldn't but, put it in. Like the like, I won't get started. On the, the commentator was winding me up. Right, I understand it's English television, and I hate biased commentators. But oh my lord, everything City was doing was the best thing he's ever seen in his life. You know, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then as soon as that header got stopped, he acted like you know it was a, the best save ever from Edison. Then the replay happened. It just hit him. Then, then McManaman was like. You know, oh, you know, he's edit straight. I mean, you've got to do miles better there. The commentator it was still adamant that he was the best save ever. <laughs> and he was just like, no. Yeah. The, striker, the striker should be scoring that. No matter what, whoever's in there, doesn't matter. If you're in your six-yard box, you score. That's the striker's job. You know, that's the dream for a striker. And he didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. I- ideally, what you don't want to do is just hit your shot straight at the goalkeeper who doesn't even need to move. Because that's not even a save at that exactly. point. That's just the technicality. Yeah, exactly. And it was just... I, I couldn't imagine be if I couldn't imagine being there to be honest. <laughs> you know, after when they were nil up and it was just after chance after chance after chance and they were just throwing the ball in the box. You must have just thought he's going to be quiet there. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it was the it was the one where I think it was the Lukaku one, where, which where it hit the leg. It was the one where Diaz like headed it and it went just you know, he headed it to clear it away and it went just wide. I can't remember which. Yeah. I can't remember if that was the one where oh, yeah. that was the Lukaku yeah. header. Or the one where Lukaku got in the way, but that was the but one where I was when like, it, when, it, when that guy had, was it Demarco headed it over Edison, you thought, oh shit, oh, and, then, and then it was like, oh my god, he's tapping it open there, yeah. <laughs> and then Lukaku helps you out. That was the one, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, I was yeah. like, well, that's a goal, and then it didn't happen. You just like, right, that that's as good as a goal in our favour, yeah. basically, because yeah. that yeah. just had to go in, but it didn't. Um, but yeah, not not typical City, as you say. Maybe it was nerves, because I think tactically, I was quite happy with the. The way Pep went about it, he changed it slightly. Um, you know, Stones. I mean, did sorry, you? Sorry, did you have that feeling at all when you saw the lineup? He's done it again, chopping and changing where he doesn't need to. Um, with with, the, with with Ake being picked over, um, what's his name? Walker. Over, over Walker. Do you not just think like, why is he doing that? Yeah. So I didn't really. I, I didn't really because I know he. You know, he's he's changing a winning team, but I would say that the team he picked. Probably is his strongest eleven. To be fair, like I think we have been stronger when you know Walker's normally used like for like a a certain type of a wide play. You know, like Vinicius Junior, for example, to yeah. sort of lock him down. But in general, I think that that is, to be fair, our strongest back four. So maybe that's what he was thinking. Yeah. Um, but maybe playing Walker, maybe not playing Walker, you know, was an incorrect choice because. With, with the tactics, it was, as I yeah. said, I thought the tactics were fine, but Inter obviously play with like, you know, uh, wide wing backs. And it means that yeah. they can sort of dominate those wide areas when they have the ball. Yeah. So like DeMarco, I thought was Inter's best player. He, he was very good. Yeah. He would pick up the ball. Stones had clearly been told, right, as soon as DeMarco gets it, you go press him. And, and he would always be in on him. But then DeMarco would just do like a one-two with Barella or Brozovic or Kalinoglu, whoever. And then yeah. they just get round John Stones because John Stones isn't Kyle Walker and he's not as good as a right back. Yeah. Uh, out do, you of feel, possession. 
you feel as well when with Walker not playing that the the City back line can't step up as high because you've not got that cover? Maybe and that could also that could also have an effect where they feel they feel safer to go forward when you've got a Walker to cover rather than anyone else. Yeah, maybe I, I, I'm not sure. I thought I, I thought to be fair, you know, Ake, who I think has been our best defender, I thought that you know he would have been included, but for his injury, you know, before the Bayern and Real Madrid game. Yeah. So him starting didn't really surprise me. To be fair, I think he was like solid. I think he won all his duels. Um, and then Akanji, because I mean, we saw from the goal the reason why Akanji played because of his um, when he does get forwards, his his range of passing is actually quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I wasn't too worried about the actual lineup. I thought that was fine. Um, as I say, the white, the the wings were a bit of an issue at times. With like you know Dumfries or Demarco, mainly Demarco, as I say. But obviously, the key talking point, Gasky, was the role of John Stones, who basically played as Nate. Um, but he, he, I mean, he plays anywhere now, doesn't he? He plays absolutely anywhere. And John Stone, I think John Stones this season has proved. And um, instead of all these people, I will still argue and say, you know, Pep can't Pep can only do it with a blank check and all that rubbish. He proved that he assigned a player. What was it? Five years ago, mm. for, uh, from Everton, who's had one good season, at Everton, and seen what he's capable of doing, and that's evidence of a world absolute one of the best managers ever. Is when you can see that in a player that a player has the capabilities because you don't sign it you don't sign it and think he can do this role not just the six role the eight role like you said you just you play anywhere and you know and it also opens up a kind of worms for England because he can do that great but England don't have defenders so he's going to have to play centre back and it's going to be weird that he's going to have to play a position he doesn't play for City <laughs> well, so, well that's the thing he can do both because when we don't have the ball for City he goes to centre back when he does have when we yeah. do have the ball he goes forward so he could do that for England it could, it could, but you need a good manager to do that, and well, they don't have one. So, <laughs> hey, hey, it could happen. It could happen. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that was John Stones, who for me was the man of the match. I thought he was our most dangerous player. <laughs> um, fantastic on the ball, and yeah, Pep Pep made it so that we had midfield superiority. So it was always four on three. Stones was normally the man available, and yeah, but but you, there were times where you could tell Stones clearly isn't a midfielder normally because. There were some occasions where he just didn't look comfortable, you know, when, when you yeah. got further towards the opposition box. But that's fine. He is a centre-back after all. So it's exactly. not, not too yeah. big of an issue. Um, who, what other great performances or like, you know, good performances were there? Um, uh, I thought, what did you think about Foden Gasket? Because I was quite impressed when he came on for Kevin. Was, he's, well, he's proved he can play that um, number 10 or that centre position. striker, yeah. Very, yeah, easily. And and I would say that's probably I think that's his best position. I've always thought that's his best I agree. position. He's ten. Yeah, he can do both, but his best position is ten. Simple as that. Because he's just so he's so quick with his feet, and he's you know he's that type of player where you do, you can't give him a second because he will. It's like that chance he had where oh. he just went around five of them so easily. Oh, so nice. Like on on the wing, you gain. Okay, you can do that, but you don't really gain the control you get if you do it from a ten position. Because you've removed the whole team, then if you do that, yeah, I, but yeah, I he's, agree. Yeah, he's he's is arguably England's best player, Barkane, I would say. I I, th- I yeah, think he's certainly our most gifted for sure. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, him, 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 and Bellingham, I would say, are the two most English gifted players. But I think Foden, yeah. yeah. For me, me personally, I think it's Foden. But obviously, you know, oh, you're biased. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, no, I, I I agree as well. Yeah, there you go, you fraud. Yeah, Saka, you can hold that. 
<laughs> yes. So, but I mean, Foden should have scored twice, to be fair. But that one bit of skill that you mentioned was absolutely glorious. It and was, surely it's a sign of things to come. Well, it's like, you know, it, you know, it does so good when you watch it, when you rewatch it, you think the defenders could have done better, but it's like, you can't do better. It's a lovely what half you want turn. Them to do? You, you're bringing him down. Oh, the, you know, you just hope someone else is going to get him. And yeah, yeah. it was just. And then even, even for the goal, I know Holland, you know, had a relatively poor game when he had the ball, but actually, um, he and Foden, I noticed that when the ball was coming forwards, they ran towards the box and that dragged two or three into defenders yeah. towards the goal. And who did that leave unmarked? Just, you know, on the edge of the box coming in. Rodri tap it in. Exactly. Well, I, say tap, I say tap it in, but that is a tap in from Rodri. Really. Yeah. yeah, and, and that, and that yeah. wouldn't have been possible but for the movement of Hall and Foden. So even though Holland's, you know, not having the best game in possession, his movement does still cause chaos. Um, Grealish didn't play well which is a bit of a shame but that's okay you can't have a good game every single game uh, Bernardo was solid obviously uh, it, it didn't count as, as an assist did it because it took a deflection but still he created the yeah. goal and we've already discussed Akanji uh, who apart from that one really weird like back pass to Edison which just didn't work oh, at all yeah, yeah. Um, he, I thought he was solid uh, as well and Edison Gasky turns out he can save shots well it, it was a that was a weird game for him because I'm mean, that first half you thought that's an Edison in goal. Who's in goal there? And yeah. then the second half came along, it was like he's he's just, I don't know, like he's just had a shot or something <laughs> at half time and just come out as a different player. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he proved, yeah. He's, he could do it for Edison, can't he? Yeah. And then Ruben Diaz again should have a shout for man of the match, I thought. I thought it was he's just a rock. It, I is um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hot take, hot <gasps> gasky hot take here. Gasky hot take. Yeah. Ruben Diaz had a bigger impact on City than Van Dijk has on Liverpool. Oh, he said it. He said it, not me. I I think so. Based on just based on what he does, just you know, he's 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 pushed Liverpool out of the team since he's come in, and he's that the rock in the middle that City need. You Obviously, might... Van Dijk, what Van Dijk's done at Liverpool is incredible. Like he changed them, but I just think Diaz has offers so much more to say. You might be right to be fair because. City's last game without Diaz was that 5-2 at home against Leicester where we just looked defensively a shambles and yeah. since then it's been ridiculously good from a defensive standpoint yeah. so I just think again again, this is not this is not slander against Van Dijk it's just praise on Diaz's although part. we do like doing that don't we oh of course we do of course we do. If, if, if there's one thing that uh, that a, uh, a Manchester Football Club podcast can do is is just combine on the football. <laughs> as simple as that. <laughs> That's where we we're have. united. Not united, yeah. we're united though. United. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, Ruben Diaz has taken part in three Premier League seasons and he's won every single one. One of them. I don't think any other player can say that. him to not lift the trophy, can he? Oh, um, I think we, no, we, we had this conversation, didn't we? Was it, I think, Carrick? No, because he, he played for West Ham before joining United. Oh, I thought you just meant it three in a row. No, I think no. When Carrick joined, he won for the next three. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I don't think there's any player who's had a, who's got a flawless Premier League record. Oh, oh no, no, no. Because the only, I think, I think for my research, the only other player to win three after joining a club is Carrick. So yeah, yeah. Yapstan was close, but in his like fourth season, he, he only yeah. played like one or two games and then left. So that technically counts yeah. as a that. So yeah, yeah Yapstan was close. Yeah. Nearly, nearly, <laughs> nearly. Don't worry, we'll be we'll, we'll be talking about Yapstan. Uh, very shortly when we compare the trebles. Um, but yeah, so that, that was the Champions League final. Uh, City beating Inter, I, I, I think that we deserve to win. Um, I thought that, that it wasn't a, the best City performance. Closer, but than, it was closer than everyone thought, definitely. 
Yeah, well, to be fair, the people who were predicting, you know, 3-0, 4 I thought that was mad. Yeah. Champions League final. Well, put, it that, put it this way, right? I think Inter won the first half, City won the second half, but City edged the second half over the amount of Inter edged the first half. Yeah. In my opinion. That's sure. what I think. For sure. And yeah, I, I was there, obviously, and it was... Um, it was amazing, brilliant. Obviously, like a once-in-a-lifetime experience seeing the treble. It's a treble. It's a three in a row. Uh, it's the first time we're lifting the Champions League trophy. Um, it, there was a lot of emotions. I nearly cried. You know, I got very emotional to when the final whistle went. Hey, uh, if, you, if you were still drunk, you probably would have. <laughs> well, that was the thing, uh, Gas, because I think you were going to ask me if I was drunk because you saw a tweet of mine or something. Oh, no, you were, I heard you were very drunk before the game started. <laughs> well, I was, so... Uh, because, and, and in fact, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll combine this bit now because Ed asks, um, how did you find Istanbul and what did you like and what did you, what did you dislike? So um, just in terms, just in terms, I'll get into in more detail later, but in terms of that, went to the, like the fan park however many hours beforehand, but I got there really early and like, you know, five hours before kickoff, I was like, what else am I supposed to do? So I just had loads of beers, <laughs> obviously. Well, put it this way, what, what, what do you, what's the other name for beer? Well, I like to call it is confidence juice. That's and the then one. you get the confidence to start talking to people and you'll just start randomly talking and chatting gibberish. Yeah. And, you know, there you are. Yeah, but but then sort of like by seven o'clock, I ate like loads of burgers and coffers and I sobered up. So by the time kickoff happened, I was fully sober. So, you know, <laughs> there, there, no, nothing was there yeah. to help appease the pain uh, of the match that we saw. <laughs> uh, but, but that is Man City 1, Inter Milan nil, And City are Champions League winners! Ah! And now no one can sing... Champions of Europe, you'll never sing that at us anymore. Where's the European Cup? Yeah, well, we've bloody got it now. So, yeah. Oh, I was so happy. And yeah, I still am happy, but you know what I mean? Yeah, that, 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 that 0.001% of myself is happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And, Gasky, would you like to engage in a really monotonous and pointless debate? If I must, yes. So we are, we are now, uh, there's been a lot of debate and a lot of talk about, even before City won the treble, by the way, of who did it better? Which was the better treble? United in 1999 or Man City in 2023? Who had the better treble? Now, Gasky, we both agree that this is a stupid debate, yes? You, you go into a season... Win it to want, and most big teams or most teams will want to win everything. And if you win everything you can, you've won it all. It doesn't matter about being better, the better one. There's no better one. You've won it. If yeah. you really want to nitpick, go for it, but you come to the wrong place because yeah. I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. Now, Gasky doesn't care, but, but we are still going to have this debate for vibes and for fun. Uh, and he's got a gun to my head. So. Yes. So, you know, we we actually don't really care because they're both amazing achievements in their own right. Duh, 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 duh. But for stuff like the next 10, 15 minutes, we are going to try to passionately argue one side of of the other. Um, so, Gasky, would you like to go first, or would you like? I, I, yes, I tell you what, you go first because your your treble was older, obviously. <clears throat> right. Let's. Um, so, right, so, why I is nineteen ninety nine the better treble? <sighs> I I would say. Well, from the one agreement that we had was, and I think we could both agree, that the hardest one to win of the three is the league because you have to be consistent over the season, whereas you could get lucky and you draw and and et cetera, et cetera, in a knockout tournament. And I just think that the, I would say the only thing I would take from it is this: the league, the competitiveness at the top of the league was tougher in 99 than it was this year in terms of the competition and being pushed to the end, et cetera. Could have been this season, but again, everyone else has 
let themselves down, even even Arsenal after their season. So I just think that would edge it. And then when you can argue with the cup, you can get lucky in the cup runs and things like that. So I would just say, if if I was to pick, I would say that would edge it in United's favour. But again, very close. And no other competitions you want to have a look at from either side? Um, no, no, no. I, um, but I would say, I would say, cities. I would say, city. For example, their their cup runs, they had tougher oppositions because they had who, who did they play in the FA Cup? Chelsea and Arsenal. Okay, Chelsea were crap this season, but again, the the better chance of Chelsea turning up for a ninety minute match than West Ham, for example, or some Championship team. Um, and obviously, they played Real Madrid and Bayern Munich in the Champions League. United's cup runs in 99 weren't as big as them. Okay, yeah, they play big players, but they weren't having the best seasons. But again, you know, it takes a 90-minute match to perform. And, you know, United had comebacks against Juventus. They come back in the final just to show that's what Sir Alex Ferguson's United was all about. Never say die. Then, yeah, I would I would say they would edge it in the, in the league part, mm. which would then edge it as better, in my opinion. Okay. Do you want to make a point about homegrown players at all? Money, or do you not care about homegrown, that? Homegrown, they had four academy graduates in the United. Then they had, they were they were breaking transfer records to make that team. Same as spending money, same as City. That argument is a load of bollocks. I don't care about that. You know, money is inflation in the world. Money goes up, cost of players goes up. Teams spend money. That's the only way you win. You don't win stuff by sitting there and not buying players. The reason Real Madrid wins so many is because they just buy players left and right. Mm-hmm. And it's the only way you win the stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You really have the argument. Yeah. Okay. United had more homegrown players and more academy graduates in their team in 99, but they still won all three. City won all three. It's not really an argument to say one's better than the other, in my opinion. So it doesn't really interest me. Yeah. No, that, that, that's solid and good to know. Um, I'm now going to destroy your <laughs> argument. Oh, here we go. No, you're a fraud, Gasky. You're a fraud. You're, you are, well, I already knew that. To be fair, uh, but yeah. So let's uh, let's engage in this discussion, shall we? So, starting with the FA Cup, shall we? Which is like the least important of of the three. I think it's fair to say. Now, I've looked at the averages, Gasky. The numbers are out. No, no, no. And to be <laughs> fair, I, I would argue it's minimal. The average uh, league position of every single opponent United faced in the FA Cup was two positions higher than City. Now, I would argue that's a pretty negligible number. I think it was four, the average was 14th it, to 16th. See, stats, see, the, the issue I have with stats like that is, for example, you, play the, you don't play all the matches straight after each other. So... One, for example, City play Chelsea this year, mm. right? What if what if they play Chelsea, or what if another team that they're playing goes on a rubbish run and they end up dropping all the way down the league, like six positions, mm. or one ends up going really high up? It doesn't it doesn't correlate to me, but yeah, yeah. Well, they're quite similar. Sense, aren't it's they? The only, so it's negligible. If you got, if you got this, is, this is just more evidence of how stupid this debate is. <laughs> Let's be fair; it means nothing. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> the exactly. only, the, yeah. The only way you could argue who had a better FA Cup run is this bleak position thing. But it means absolutely no. It, it's indeed. And it especially means yeah. nothing when they're basically similar. 14th and 16th well, or 12th and 14th is very similar. Of course, of course it is. Exactly. You know, the only, you'd have to go, you'd have to go even deeper in it to see points differences and the gap. There's yeah. the only way you can say the differences is a 10 point gap. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's the first first thing to say about the FA Cup. Now, second thing to say is that you know United did have a lot of uh, heavy opposition. They had to play Liverpool. They had to play Arsenal in that famous Ryan Giggs goal. Um, but they only played Newcastle in the final. And the reason why City's FA Cup run is better is because we play fe- uh, faced United in the final, the first ever Manchester derby FA Cup final. And there was the added context of the United players know that they've got the chance to stop City's treble. So whereas Newcastle finished like 13th that season or something. Yeah. So that 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 that's that's a point. Um the other point is that United were fortunate in their game against Arsenal. I think they had 10 men and Burkamp missed a penalty or something mental. So I think Schmeichel saved the penalty and Burkamp missed it. Look at Gasky's face. Why are you so upset? No, it's just I, I don't know. I just I I I get it. I get like got to compare them Game in that way. Game the debate, Gasky. Well, you don't have to agree well, with me. No, it, it's more. It's more like I don't. I don't agree with like the look. The look behind it. Like it just happens. It's football. It happens. You can say United were lucky to get two goals in a minute in the final. No, the don't League. worry. I will say that. I exactly. I haven't come to the okay, Champions yeah. League yet. There's, there's look across the board. You could you could go in in City season and find all the moments that they got lucky in <laughs> in everything. So you just like yeah. But go on. I'll well, let you carry on. There we go. Um, yeah. So uh, that, that's the FA Cup. Uh, and yeah, and yeah. In terms of our run, the main talking point is that United final. But we also did play Arsenal as well, who were the who are who are the toughest team we could have potentially come up against, and we also placed Chelsea early on, who you know weren't too much of a shambles by that point. Chelsea is shit. Let's just leave it there. Chelsea <laughs> don't count. That's void game. So there you played goes. Arsenal. That's what you've got. So you played Arsenal and United. <laughs> okay, you got Arsenal in the United, final, right. and, and you cool. know the final is obviously the most important game. Oh, and also City didn't require any replays, whilst United needed two to get through, and we only conceded one goal in the FA Cup. And that was a dodgy right. penalty. You said, you said this is the most pointless trophy of the three and you're going on about yeah, it. Well, right, move well, on. I, I, <laughs> I came prepared. You know, I, I've looked into this. I've been, I've been on public transport for two hours. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your problem. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the FA Cup situation. And then the league. I take your points about it not being as competitive at the top because, you know, um, I think it's fair to say that uh, that Arsenal side was much stronger than this Arsenal side for an example, yeah. you know. That was an Arsenal side. And, yeah, and there was an, and the Chelsea side wasn't far off that 99 season as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was, it was, it was four points between the top three, I think. Yeah, sure. Um, I would argue that overall the league was stronger in terms of the mid-table teams and the lower teams. Not not the top in, teams. Which, well, this year. This year. Not not yeah. the top oh, yeah. teams, like, you know, Spurs, Chelsea. Or no, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say there was more, yeah, there was more games like, like that. Yeah, than... Mm. Yeah. And, and I know that you can't just use points, but hey, it's a debate, so I'm going to use everything I can. United only achieved 79 points, which is pathetic and pitiful. And there was only one point above uh, the arse, whereas City have uh, finished a lot uh, a lot higher. And that's after being behind for like 93% yeah. of the season or whatever. So that, that, that would be the argument there. Um, just in general... We've uh, played around. The, we've played around the same amount of games as the United ninety nine side, but we've won more. We've scored more. We've conceded less. Obviously, got more points, and li- we're literally undefeated in the uh, Champions League as well. And as I say, only only can see one goal from in the FA Cup. It's mad to it's mad to think that the la- if I'm I'm not yeah, City's last loss was against United, wasn't it? <laughs> Old Trafford, Spurs I away. Think. Was that after? Yeah. 
What was it? I thought the I thought the Old Trafford. Yeah, game it was, was it was Spurs away, oh. and then it was the financial. Oh, breaches. that's what's against Spurs. What can you be? Oh, well, it's because it's at Boy, their stadium. Boy, the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come to the Champions League. Now, 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 now. Oh, no, Cities was better. Well, well, I was going to say a lot is made of United's difficult run, and on paper, it is an extremely difficult run. They had Barca and Bayern in the group stages. They then had to play Juventus. They then had to play Inter Milan, and they had to play Bayern in the final. I'm just going to call out Gary Neville here, and because he, whenever he talks about the treble, he talks about Juventus and continually describes them as the greatest team in Europe at that point. Do you know what? place they finished in Serie A we were seventh yeah they? so they were the seventh yeah. best team in their own league they let's, had be, to... let's, be, let's be fair this is brutal against my own team but United went behind in that leg and they had to come back against Juventus <laughs> that too <laughs> sorry, you know so that too exactly and you, people can I think even you said it yourself people can look at the names of Inter Milan you know the likes of R9 Ronaldo people can look at the names of Juventus yeah. you know Zidane a lot of those players okay, had okay. injury issues I think Inter went through four managers that year and in, yeah, in to finish eighth. So yeah, it, this idea that they are, you know, were European it's, giants it's is the not names true. in it. It's it's you see the names and you yeah, go, that's they were great the run, season before. It doesn't work. I think yeah, they finished first and like second the yeah. season before. Well, yeah, that's the well, yeah, that's the issue in it. And exactly. Then. Yeah. And then it comes to, and then the group stages didn't even finish top of their group. Bayern finished ahead of them. Um Ha, but we beat him in the final. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Bayern ha, had Bar- didn't 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 beat Bayern or Barca in the group stages either. Got to the final. Obviously, incredibly dramatic circumstances. They beat Bayern. But let's be honest, we've all seen that game, and Bayern were the better team across the whole ninety minutes. So if you, if people want to say it's in, it's better to win a game that you that you weren't necessarily better in, you go for it. I would personally think it's more impressive to win a game that you deserve to win. That's just me, though. Yeah, of course. So no, you you would, you would. but the problem is that this is this is how ridiculous the debate is, right? And this is going to come. This is not even football related. This is just social media. Oh, of course. Social media, social media is a thing now, and people act like they they, they know everything. And when it, you know they're the dogs bollocks when it comes to football. I I know I know everything about football. But half these people weren't born when United won the treble. Yeah. Most people don't you know? know a lot about anything, to be fair. Well, exactly. I'm not going to act like I know a lot about the treble. I don't, because I was a child. Simple as that. And, you know, I've seen, I've seen highlights. My parents went to... I go off my parents. Like, everyone, the team you support, you go off your grandparents, you go off your parents, who they supported. That's just how it works. My parents went to every... I think mean, they went to every away game of that 99 season. Mm. And they were they were, at the, they were at the new camp for the final and stuff, and they they told me the the experiences and stuff. My mum my mum will still tell you to me when I ask you the best place she's ever seen. She goes Cantona, hands down every time, no matter who else she's seen play, because that's who you know it's her team and who she's seen play. That's just that's just how it goes. And nowadays people will only they refuse to admit that City are good. It's a jealousy. It's a jealousy thing at the end of the day. Mm. They just have, they just they're scared to admit that this City team is incredible, and it is. So it in, is incredible. In conclusion, Gasky, has my debate swayed you? In conclusion, I still don't give a shit. <laughs> that is not what I'm asking. Uh, there's no answer because I don't care. Yes, there is, Gasket. Well, I'm there voting isn't. for City's treble being better. City, City, yeah, City played better, but they won the treble. There's no, you don't, you don't get a trophy for being better, so I don't care. <laughs> well, if you don't vote, that means City wins by default. We can have it because he means nothing. There we go. <laughs> there you go. You Enjoy. This is it. can have it because I don't care. Okay. Well, there we go. You see, we easy win, boys. <laughs> easy win. You heard it here first. United Fangaski oh. confirms that City's treble was better. <laughs> 
I'm he superior. He confirms he doesn't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care either. I, I, you know, I just like to enjoy well, it's, it. It's, it's fun and games. It's fun and games. Yeah, it's just mainly when it's, people are trying to... It's jealousy. It's jealousy. They wish it was their team. Yeah. And to so be fair, it's, well, it's mainly Goldbridge, to be fair, who's trying to demean the treble. Oh, and it's just ignore like, him. He's, he's, a, he's, a prick. he's a prick. Ignore him. But yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, the United team didn't spend any money. It's like, uh, well, you said, you said nothing. It, so. Nothing will ever change because it'll all still come down to you. Wouldn't be where you, the argument will always be. You won't be where you were if them if the oil money didn't come in, which is like saying that for any team. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter any team. You wouldn't have that trophy if it wasn't for fifty years ago. That person buying them. Exactly. It's just, it'll always have that. It's stupid, but. It is. It is. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, yeah, it was that, that Goldbridge video. I think it was on Talk Sports or something. And it was like, well, our treble is oh. better because we didn't buy our team and we had four hunger. Here's an interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, actually, United did buy their team. It's just, it's just not as many as City. That's yeah. simple as that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But, and then like you look into it, it's like, well, Yapstam was a, the world record for was a defender. Yapstam, and I think Ronnie Johnson was quite a bit as well. I think he was. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Cole and Key. And Irwin. Doing so as well. We're both yeah, uh, we're both a uh, British transfer record. record. Yeah. Dwight York yeah. cost a, a shit ton of money from Aston yeah. Villa and Andy Cole. Yeah, exactly. So it's just oh. stupid. And then and then just on the whole homegrown thing. I mean, I've, it's hilarious. I've also seen people go City didn't have any homegrown players in their starting eleven. Just the interest in like cha- changing the word into starting oh, yeah. elevens to not include Foden, who came on and was really good. Um, it's just it's it's just ridiculous here's a question to you though Gasket just on the whole homegrown (laughs) thing yeah now I don't know what the exact definition of homegrown is because I'm pretty sure that Paul Pogba was technically a homegrown player yeah that's the the whole I think the argument homegrown is academy graduate that's how I see it right so interesting if you're if you're because at the end of the day right if you're if you're 15 years old and you're really good at football, and a massive team from another country decides, I want you to play for our academy, and you can potentially play for our team, you're not going to say no if your dream is to become a world-class footballer, which means that you'll never be a homegrown, you'll never be a homegrown player because it, you've left. Right, So exactly. So I'm of the view, whatever the legal definition of homegrown is, I'm of the view that a genuine homegrown player is someone who is local to the area and hasn't signed to that club from another place from, from another place's academy so they haven't well, just yeah. come from another academy oh, that's you, my so definition that, of homegrown you could, create, you could create a new one and say homegrown is you've only ever played for them that like, but I, I think there's also got to be the local area factor would you like would you like um, the definition I've just googled it well I know I'm, I'm sure the actual well, I'm sure the actual definition no, no. includes you'll be interested no, you'll be interested okay. a homegrown player is a player who has spent at least one year in a club's academy yeah and has lived in the club's territory so it's both but one year in a club's academy That's means nothing. nothing exactly it means absolutely nothing because technically Ganacho is but they bought him from Atletico Madrid that, that, and, exa- and, and in the same way that Paul Popper would be so <laughs> yeah. when when Goldbridge yeah, is saying we had more homegrown players I think it's it's re- it's intellectually dishonest because what he but actually it's means it's, is yeah. Manx no we have we oh we have kids we have players that we didn't buy straight into the team they got they got they, they came from the reserves because Ryan Giggs came from City's Academy. I was going to say he did, and um, and yeah. David Beckham is a Southerner. Beckham, yeah, exactly. So, so it, I it personally matter. would say that Gary Neville and Paul Scholes were, were, were the homegrown players in in that '99 starting eleven. 
I don't think that you should be including a southerner as a homegrown player from Manchester club. I don't think you should be including a Welshman who came from your rival's academy as a homegrown player. Yeah. I, I think they got David Beckham at 15 or something or 16 years old. So oh, yeah. Yeah. is that is that actually homegrown or have you just cherry-picked no, from another it, academy? Well, this is the thing. It, it, the only reason that argument goes that way is because it makes them look better. That's all it is. Well, no, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just more of an annoyance, to be fair. Of course, it's just like, well, it, it's got to be the same for everyone. Simple as that. You can call it that, but it has to be the same for everyone. You can't change the numbers to make one look better than the other. Yeah, it's just simple as yeah. that. And I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure like when we signed Gail Clichy from Arsenal, that technically counted as having a homegrown player because he came from another English club or something. Exactly. Dumb. So it it's just stupid. It, I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever called it homegrown player. I call it academy. I just call it academy graduate. Yeah. That's all it's ever been to me. So that's that put to rest. Goldbridge is a fraud, but we already knew that, to be fair. We know this. Right, Gasky. Viewer questions. Knob gas. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We've got oh, yes. Three, three really good questions here from Ed, Pim, and Will. Uh, we'll do Ed's at the end, uh, the Istanbul chat. We've covered it uh, briefly. Uh, this is touching on what we were talking about last week, uh, Gasky. Pim says, loads of people on Twitter are saying this city side is the best football team of all time. I really disagree. Discuss. And I also disagree. No, I disagree. Because it's not the best foot. I think it's the best Premier League team. I don't think it's the best football yeah, team. Yeah, I would... It's a difficult, difficult argument, isn't it? Because I think this is obviously the recency helps because you you can, for example, me and you now, we can we can divulge into a game into how a team plays better than we could when we were younger. So, for example, for me, in my lifetime, the best team I've seen is United 08. Mm. For me. This city, this city team's better. This city, team's, this city is the best team I've ever, ever seen. Yeah. But I can't argue anything before... Oh, I would say I would say ninety nine probably yeah. because I haven't clearly seen them seen teams play. But I would say I would say they're the best English. Yeah, I would say yeah, but obviously not yeah. best football because Pep's Barca exists. Yeah, see, yeah, Pep, I would say Pep's Barca is the best I've ever seen play because they they're incredible. Mm. And before then, they, again, this is not this is not even me. This is going off what I've seen and just research and stuff. Would be that Milan team from the was it in eighties nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, another one you mean? Yeah, that, like that, was, that was that was incredible mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, so, so yeah, best it, Premier League team, but oh, easy, best English yeah. team, but not the best of all time for sure. No, not at all. Uh, Will asks two pronged question. Uh, let's do the first bit. Would this city side beat the Centurions? Now, Ooh. it's um, a tricky one because before this season, I thought the Centurions were the best Premier League side. What do you think, Asky? Who would who'd win in a fight? Um, I, I I think this this trouble winning team will beat them. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think that I this think form. I think there's more to them. There's more to them. Mm. Yeah, the you way know. I uh, the way I sort of summarized it was the Centurions and formidables were more like beautiful to watch and fantastic to watch, but this side is just built to win and not lose. Exactly, basically, yeah. how it's like these these as if there's no weakness to this team. This is like, very strong. Oh, this, this team's the the opponent set up this way will change our way then. There's no, no way to beat them. Oh, well, obviously, but, you know, there's no way around it, whereas other teams you could. Yeah. So I think, what, yeah, Centurions are prettier, definitely. It's beautiful. Best football I've ever seen. Probably, probably now the second best side. But if we're talking about this City side post Spurs away loss and the current form they're in now, end of the season, I think this is, it, it's got to be this one. Uh, and then Will asks an interesting question. Yeah. What's more impressive, the Invincibles season or... 
uh, or a treble season, considering the trebles happened twice. It's fucking treble! And the Invincibles has only happened once. This Invincible argument is bollocks. Right, the Invincibles is is very, very good thing to have, but the treble's ten times better. I agree. You, you, you can, I'm sorry, but if any, I don't think any Arsenal fan, Bartai, would say that if you could take we could take off the Invincible off you and give you a treble, they would take the treble. Definitely, yeah. Would. would you rather win one Premier League or three a, a Premier League FA Cup and Champions League in one season? Okay. Oh, would you rather win three Premier Leagues in a row or have one Premier League where you didn't lose a game? Mm. If the, if they got more wins, so let's say they got like three draws, then it looks very very good. But then again, they didn't push on from it. What have they done since? That's again how mm. you look at it. But also, how many games did they draw? Was it twelve? Oh, 12 or 13. I think they drew the same amount of that. I think Newcastle drew this season. Yeah. I would, I mean, I'd go as far as saying I'd rather have a Centurion season than an Invincible season. Well, yeah, yeah. Of I'd, ra- I'd rather like, have more points than less losses. If, if if we go back to the whole best English teams, right? You say City's trebles is best. You got United trebles up there. You've got United's 08. But even Mourinho's team, who would, however however many games would beat in the other Stanford Bridge and stuff, would go above the Invincibles. Mm. In my eyes, yes, they lost one it's game not, that season. It's not that, yeah, it's not that yeah. high. Yeah, it's not that high at all. It's it's not as good as they make it out to be. It's only Arsenal fans that make it out to be this amazing thing when it's not. Also, they lost to Borough twice in the League Cup. Exactly, like they didn't. This thing, they didn't win anything else. No, they didn't. You know, they didn't go and they didn't go and get a Champions League at the same time or anything. Yeah. So, and I've I've got a, a something that might intrigue you, Gaskis. So, Will, I don't, I don't actually know what Will thinks because he's a Borough fan, uh, but so. And Will says, I ask this because the trebles happened twice and the Vinsbos only happened once. Now that is true in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's See, true. Because I, I think the Invincibles is harder because you're competing in everything at the same time. So you're, you've got to gamble. You could say that, I, I don't know what the lineups were for Arsenal, but I know for a fact, for example, City probably rested players and chopped things around to win the treble. Right. Whereas Arsenal could easily have played 38 games and played the same lineup mm. because they're not they're not asked about anything else. Sorry, do you mean the Invincibles, the, the Trebles, more impressive? You started that sentence by saying the Invincibles is more impressive. No, no, I meant, yeah, I meant the Trebles. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like the Invincible, you know, they could have just played the same team and then these, you know, oh, we've not got any cups in now. We can just play, like basically Arsenal this season where they play a game a week for God knows how many months. Mm. And you can play your strongest team. Whereas City have to, oh, we've got a cup final this week. We've got, a, you know, we've got a quarter final in midweek and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, that, that it's easier in that regard. Okay. Okay. I would say it's, it's, it's a harder thing to do because all the other teams want to win more than just the Prem. And just on that scarce, it's so, as I say, Will's question is the trebles happen twice in Vince Balls once. The suggestion being because it's rarer, it's therefore yeah. more impressive. So by that logic, we've also got to say the domestic quad or the domestic treble, you know, Community Shields, League Cup, FA Cup, Premier yeah, League. Uh, the treble. Because, it's, because that's yeah. only happened once by City, yeah. whereas now the treble's happened twice. I don't think anyone would say it's, it's better not, to win no. the Community Shield, FA Cup, League Cup, Premier League compared to the treble. Um, so that. But then, interestingly, Gasky, and before I even talk about that, my issue is with, with, the, with like people picking up the Invincibles has always been... Just because you go invincible doesn't necessarily mean you win the league. So you could, but, yeah. in theory, draw all your games. You could be only on finish on thirty-eight. You could get relegated technically. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you could, if theoretically you could, yeah, you could get relegated, or you'll you'll finish bottom half by being unbeaten. Yeah, and and now and you may possible. say, well, what are the chances that you go invincible and don't actually win? 
Now, put it this way: what was the gap? Like, who who finished second that season? Oh, the gap was distinct. To be Invincible. fair, I think it was Chelsea. Invincible. Right. So the gap so, was pretty big. To be fair, what if what if they won the league? What if Arsenal win the league? Well, exactly, and that's what I'm going to say now. Like, you might say, well, yeah, it's pretty, it's surely impossible to go not go to go invincible and not win the league. Well, 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 well. There are not only are there way more invincible seasons than I was even aware of. There are loads of examples where the invincible team didn't even win. So this is just in Europe. So the, I mean, the first ones are Preston North End in 1889. That's fine. But if we're having a look at all of Europe, um, let me just go to the more recent ones, just because it's a bit more relevant yeah um it's happened a couple of times in portugal actually they it was so serbia red star uh, red star belgrade in 08 invincible didn't win the league um uh so how far behind did they finish they finished second, they finished Everyone second. Finished, here we go, galatasaray in 86 invincible didn't win the league uh a t- an italian team called uh perugia perugia don't know they, they finished second didn't win the league benfica in 78 invincible didn't win the league um but uh, uh, Spartak Sofia in the Bulgarian league, invincible, didn't win the league. Uh, th- 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 there are lots of examples where just because you go invincible doesn't even win. And, uh, and then if you actually, this is on Wikipedia, there's, there's actually, lo- I know it's, you know, Europe says so loads of other teams, but there's loads of invincible teams. And then go to the teams that yeah. have won the treble and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's only eight different teams in total. Well, there's loads of different teams that have done yeah. an invincible season in Europe. So, I don't buy the scarcity argument, especially because it doesn't work. Um, you'd obviously rather win the you, you, you'd rather win more trophies than than not. Um, and just because you go invincible doesn't even mean you win the league title. It's exactly. happened twice it's like, in Portugal. And also, you're calling it invincible when it's not. You're not because you've lost against Borough. <laughs> yeah, twice. So it's like you know, it's a stupid argument. I've always hated it. Like it's, it doesn't. It's not taking anything away from it. It's a really amazing achievement to have. Mm. Absolutely amazing, of course. But don't start putting it above winning, winning even even a Premier League, Champions League double. That's still better, definitely. I'd still rather have that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So and also, City went unbeaten in this season's Champions League. So where's our goals? Champions League trophy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There we go. And uh, FA Cup as well. Do you almost went without FA conceding? Cup. Yeah. Where's our gold FA Cup? Yeah. We almost went without conceding as well. Bro, imagine if the United didn't score that penalty. Yeah. Well, we didn't concede any. Actual goals. That's the way. Just goals. Yeah. <laughs> and then the final question is from Ed, uh, who asks, uh, "Nobbins, how did you find Istanbul? What did you like and dislike?" Before I answer that, Gaski, have you ever been to uh, Turkey, Istanbul? I've not been. I've been to Turkey. I haven't been to Istanbul. What are your thoughts on Turkey? Do you like it? I, I quite like Turkey. It's it's a it's a very cheap place. <laughs> very I was cheap say, place. It's mentally but cheap. It is. It is ridiculously cheap. Mm. It's like, but you can tell. You know, cheap place comes with issues and. You can tell they're a bit further behind, you know, not as evolved. But it's not, it's not bad. It's not. I don't. I don't know the word. Advanced. I don't know the word to go with. Advanced. We'll go with that. We'll go with yeah, that. The economy's not as advanced. <laughs> yeah. Not the people yeah. aren't as evolved. No, I, you know what I meant. You know what I meant, though. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it was. It's a nice. It's a nice place. Yeah, the prices were insane. Like I like a a, a dana a, a, a dana spicy kebab with spicy rice and another bowl of rice and some Turkish pizza and two fans that came to nine quid. It was just insane prices. Uh, but yeah, I found that the city was good. Like I had a couple of days to explore it. It's full of cats, which is really cute because all the locals look after the cats, which is really yeah, nice. Don't go near them. The see, oh, they're cute. Don't mean. I don't know where they've been. Well, they, don't worry about it. They're, they're cute to look at. Um, 
And the the UEFA, uh, it's, it's all over social media. The UEFA organization was shockingly poor. That's, so many that, two two years in a row with yeah, issues, embarrassing, like shocking delays, uh, terrible organization and coordination. Not really thinking about like like disabled people or children or elderly people. Didn't get back to my, you know, I left the stadium at like one local time. Didn't get back until six. The driver kept getting lost. They put all oh the taxis, they put all the taxis and coaches on this tiny car park so no one could get out. Um, they ran out of beer at the fan park. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, but there's a British team playing, you ran out of beer. I know, exactly. We literally <laughs> drained them. Um, so yes, but uh, in terms of the city, uh, insane traffic as well. I don't think I'd go back. Yeah. It was nice. Don't think I'd go back. Food yeah. was great. Traffic awful. People were friendly. Cats good. Um, UEFA shite. Put, put, it this, put it this way. Put it this way. It's Wembley next year, and they'll they'll be the only time in the, what in three years where it's actually been run quite well. Hopefully, Hopefully. seem to know. Well, part you know, it's only ever the people from this country that seem to be the problem. Yeah. So indeed, but yes, guys, there we go. That is the treble special of the Knobcast. Gasky, what are your sort of thoughts on the fact that City have won the treble? Has it destroyed you inside? Um, I feel like over the years I've built, I've you know, with United being so shy, I've built, yeah, just a tolerance to deal with anything. Like I've, I think I'm past the whole having a strop because I, my team aren't winning anything. It's been so long now. I don't know what it feels like. Yeah, I've been numb to, I've, I'm numb, for, numb to the pain. To be fair, you won the League Cup. I know. Ah, we've got that. You haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I just, I just want, I just want this takeover to go through. To be honest, mm. I just, I just, I'm, I'm bored of it. Yeah, I just. You know, it's like obviously. I think if when it does go through, we'll, we'll have a conversation about it when it's whatever week, that maybe. It's potentially, yeah, and um, we'll go through the discussion. But it's just, it, it, I just want that done so then I can just kind of be excited for the football. Yeah, so. of course. And we might talk about that next week, including some transfer news and all that stuff. Because obviously, there's no football to talk about. Uh, I know. So. What are we previewing? Uh, What's going on? I just what don't do we, know. What do we preview? But we'll figure what do we it preview? out. We'll figure it out. Don't you worry life we can preview our lives yeah that'll be good won't it but guys mm. that was the podcast really hope you uh enjoyed it gasky did you enjoy it i always enjoy it even though we talked about say a lot just that's that's every week but funny enough our first podcast was united getting battered by brentford and look how far we've come good times look how far we've come it wasn't good times, good times at well all. <laughs> if there's a takeover news then we'll obviously spend loads hopefully. of time on united hopefully we'll have some hopefully we'll have some takeover news yeah. and then we can actually talk about something <laughs> Indeed. Oh, yes. Gasky's been Gasky. Nobbins has been Nobbins? Yeah, there we go. That's what I was after. And we'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Goodbye, guys. Bye.